This is a summary of the second sicha of Parshish Chayisada. Look at the sicha is Chedlek Yud. Sarashi sicha. So we're going to look at the psukim and uh, as they are illuminated by the Rebbe. It's the story of the of Yitzchak sending uh, of Eliezer coming to get a shidduch for Yitzchak, coming to bring Rivka Yimeinu to be the wife of Yitzchak, Avinu. And basically, here's the story. Here's the dilemma we're dealing with. And it's a brilliant explanation by the Rebbe. So uh, initially, when Eliezer comes and he describes all the wonderful miracles, what brought him to this moment that he was able to be with Rivka and find Rivka. And then in addition, he showed the Shtar Matana, the document where Avraham had given over his possessions, all of his possessions, to Yitzchak, which was uh, tremendous. He was a very wealthy person. And, uh, and they said, Hashem, Hashem has agreed. Take her. She's yours. She should be the wife. Before you know it, before you know it, very few psukim after this, soon thereafter, they say, you know, let us ask her opinion. Whether she wants to go with you. And the question is, what changed? What happened? Now, the truth is, if you read the story, they ask, could she wait for a year? Could she wait 12 or, or 10 days to prepare her for the chasana? Eliezer says, we got to go right now. And then they say, let's ask, let's ask, the, uh, let's ask the girl. Let's ask Rivka. So maybe you can learn, and there are more first want to learn like this, that they asked her, does she want to go right now or wait? But that's unacceptable in Pshutish because the word of the Pasuk is, im ha'ish will you go with this man? It doesn't say, will you go now with this man? Will you go with this man, period? They're asking for her opinion. And indeed, Rashi learns from here, an interesting halacha, that uh, this is the source that you can't marry a woman against her will. Ask her opinion. She has to agree to the shidduch. Others learn it from psukim later on, and uh, where we learn a shidduch from in general in halacha, the yatsa, the haisa, the But Ashi brings down a limud that from we learn from here. Even though the pasuk says elsewhere that a man takes a wife, but only with her consent. If she's not interested in the shidduch, there is no shidduch. It doesn't happen. Okay. But the question is, what changed? They're asking her opinion. Do you want to? Do you not want to? And in fact, Rashi tells us an interesting diok, a very famous diok, that in this second conversation, all of a sudden, her father, Besuel, is nowhere to be found. And Rashi tells us that the Malach killed Besuel, the famous medrash that children learn in school, how he poisoned the food of Eliezer, and then the Malach switched around the food, and he ended up eating the poisonous food, and he died he was against the Shidduch now. So first of all, originally he seems he wasn't against the Shidduch. He was with everyone else. It came from the mouth of Hashem. How could we protest? Take her. All of a sudden, why did he change his mind? Why did he protest? And secondly, it looks like the other siblings, the Lavan and the mother, looks like they were also protesting. They called the girl, do you want to go with him? Do you not want to go with him? What happened with the earlier Haskam, the earlier agreement? So you must say, says the Rebbe, something must have changed. From point A to point B, something changed happened. What changed? The conversation about how long of a time. How is that a change? 
Answer is you have to say like this. You must say that what they were when they were asking for a year or ten months, they weren't asking a request, something new. No. It was included in the original agreement. It was obvious to everyone. Eliezer, when he initially asked for the hand of marriage for Yitzchak, for Rivka, for, for, that Rivka should come be the wife of, of Yitzchak, it, it included the normal way of people getting married. The normal minhag of everyone, the customary way was that you give 12 months for the kala to prepare herself with jewelry and prepare herself for all the preparations for the wedding. That was normal. When they said you could have her, she's the wife, they didn't mean take her this second. Obviously, they meant marry her the way normal people marry her. We need a papier of the kala. Why do they say 10 months? It's very clear. Because Eliezer, as a matter of fact, gave a bunch of jewelry, a lot of jewelry to Rivka over the course of this episode. Therefore... It could be that's what they were saying. They could say, we need the 12 customary months. And they said, you know what? We might be able to minimize it because we have some of the jewelry that we need for, the, for, for our daughter, for our sister. And therefore, we need only 10 months. But this is what's normal. This is what was agreed upon initially. Initially, no one even argued with the Shittich because they understood it was from the Ebershter. Who could argue? They can't argue. Even Rivka can't argue. It's from Hashem. But all of a sudden, Eliezer seemed to retract on his agreement, seemed to go back. He says, no, I don't, I'm taking her right now. They're like, whoa, 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 why? What's the rush? Can't we communicate with the other family beforehand? We're preparing for the wedding. We're, we're looking forward to the chasana. What are you rushing? We never agreed to a rush. When we said she's yours, we meant like the minig hamadina, which is to prepare the tachshit and the jewelry, etc., for 12 months. We're willing to make a reduction. But all of a sudden, you're coming and saying, right now, maybe, why are you rushing? Maybe you're a scam artist. Who knows? Maybe your shtarmatan is false. Maybe the stories of the miracles were not such miracles. Maybe they were exaggerated. Ooh, it's not so simple. The family began to renegade. The family began to retreat. We're not so into this shidduch anymore. They might have pulled the pulled the uh, the trigger on the whole thing, but you know what happened? Basul died. Basul died. Oh, so now all of a sudden, the other members of the family, the mother, the brother, they weren't sure anymore. On the one hand, they suspected Eliezer. On the other hand, they thought it could very well be that why did Basul die? Because he opposed the shidduch. That indeed it was from the Abishter. They were all of a sudden in doubt. But so now they went back to their original way of making a shidduch, which is they asked her, do you want to marry him? Do you want to marry him? And if she agreed, they weren't going to oppose the shidduch. It was too dangerous. But they weren't going to force her either because it wasn't like Hashem decided the shidduch. They decided, you know what, let's put all the blame on Rivka. And Rashi learns from here that here you have to ask a woman before she gets married. And they went back to, they reverted to the real custom, the way it's done. They called her and they said, do you want to marry? And she said, even if you guys don't want, I want. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. This is a developed plot by the Rebbe about what happened. And it's uh, it's brilliant and incredible that the, the Rebbe made us privy to the to this uh, to this amazing sicha. Um, finally, there's one 
a beautiful halachic idea that comes out of this Rashi. That when Rashi says, what do we learn from here? We learn that you can't marry a woman without her consent. Now, there are there is Drush's Chazal who learned that, that from, from this Pasuk, that, that halacha. But most places in Chazal actually learn a different halacha from here. Not the question of whether you need a woman's consent to marry her. Rather, a different question. When a girl who is a minor, when you marry her off, could you marry her off without her consent? Right? When her brother marries her off, when her family marries her off, does she need to be happy to leave and go and marry? Or not? And the Gemara learns from here. Others learn from other places, I believe. But it learns from here that we see, because we know that she was only three years old, we see that you're not allowed to marry off a girl, even if she's a minor, unless she wants to go. Okay. Rashi doesn't learn like that. Rashi says, Isha. Now, there are opinions, major opinions. In fact, it could be the majority of opinions. Toysvis and, uh, and, uh, and Das Kenim and other places who say that actually, uh, I think even say that Adidas, who say that she was 14 years old, as a matter of fact. However, Rashi clearly learned in Chomish and other places that she was three years old. So the question is, what's he mean as Ha'isha, that you don't marry a woman? He doesn't say you don't marry an orphan, you don't marry a minor, you don't, you don't marry a woman without her consent. And over here we see an amazing shit of Rashi. The Rebbe learns it out from other places in Rashi, other places, but let's focus on this place. We learn from here that, that the opinion of Rashi is that when is a person considered not to be a minor anymore? It's not exclusively connected with age. It has to do with maturity, intellectual maturity and emotional maturity. And she was such an incredible person. She was already, we see from the story with Eliezer and how he studied her and that she was doing jobs and he was learning her character trait and what kind of woman she was. We see from there clearly that according to Rashi, she was a developed human being. She was probably more developed intellectually and emotionally than, uh, than an average uh, she was way more developed than an average 60 years old of nowadays. No question about it. So this is how Rashi learns. So Rashi learns that, of course, she was a god. And, and what did, what uh, she was a gadayla. What does it depend upon? What, this question of whether you're considered not to be a minor, whether you're a, an adult, it has to do with the maturity, nothing to do with age. And this has major ramifications for a non the non-Jewish world. We know the non-Jewish world is obligated in the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noyach, and there's serious penalties, many of them death, for breaking the Shabbat Mitzvah Noyach. And the question is, when are you considered responsible for your actions as a guy, as a non-Jew? So then there's the question, the way to figure that out is to study, how do you know the idea of Bar Mitzvah and Bas Mitzvah by a Jewish person? Do you learn it from a Pasuk about Levi and Shimon, which describes their maturity, that they went to avenge their sister when they were 13 years old? Or do you learn it as a law from Sinai? If it's based on the Pasuk of Levi and Shimei, then we just see from that Pasuk that it's the normal age of maturity is the age of 13 when you take responsibility. But if it's just a decree from Har Sinai, uh, oral, then we know that all the measurements of the oral tradition don't apply to Goyim. Right, so for example, the the shear we know you're not allowed to eat. The goy has not allowed to eat Eivim Menachai. The shear of kezayis of eating an olive that's a Jewish shear. All shiurim, all measurements don't belong. We're not for non-Jews. So the measurement of thirteen precisely that that's the age that you become an adult, not necessarily for a goy. 
So it turns out like this, that if the Jewish people, how do we know the age of bar mitzvah is from the pasuk is based on emotional maturity. And by logic, there's no distinction between when Jews and non-Jews develop emotionally and mentally. And therefore, the same law would apply to Goyim. Goyim have the same law of bar and bas mitzvah, which is also interesting, the idea of bar and bas mitzvah for a Goyim. However, according to the other opinion, that it's Allah Lameshim it means the laws of 12 and 13 have nothing to do with Goyim. It would turn out that when does a guy become an adult, it would actually, each individual would change. Some people would be adults at a younger age, and some people would have the responsibility at an older age. And we see from this Rashi that he agrees with that opinion, that by Goyim, it applies to each person at their own age when they reach maturity, like Rivka was considered an adult, even though she was three years old.